going to change people's lives. We're going to talk about hanging up the cleats. Happy Monday, guys. We are back the week before Soph leaves for spring break. I'm a little sick, so ignore my man voice. Um, Soph, tell the people where you're going, what you're doing. Yeah, so we're going down to Florida. We're staying in between Fort Lauderdale and Miami, so we can go back and forth and kind of pick where we want to go for the night. But one of my roommates is from West Palm, so she's really excited to show us, like, some of her favorite places that her and her friends go out at home. And we're going with some of our guy friends. Y'all remember my friend Will in our vlog. Will is going. Yeah. And he leaves tomorrow. He drives down tomorrow. And me and two of my roommates. And then my best friend Preston. And yeah, it's going to be so much fun. Yeah. I was invited. Um, Should I tell them about the TikTok that blew up? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Speaking (laughs) of Will. Um, So you know how I was, you know, fangirling over Will. So uh, he asked me to you know, serenade, he asked to serenade me for his TikTok, um, and so I was like, yeah, sure, whatever, so he did it, we did it, or whatever, and he was like, you have a boyfriend, right, and I'm like, yeah, he's like, I have a great idea, I'm like, okay, cool, (laughs) so he walks up, and the whole, like, setting for the, the TikTok was like, oh, like, he, like, walks up to me, and I'm like, oh, I have a boyfriend, and he was like, oh, no, that's fine, that's better, and then he sings, um, that should be me holding your hand. <laughs> and <laughs> it just went a crazy direction. And it. Love, love you, Tanner. Literally. <laughs> bleeping that out. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. Um, which I told my boyfriend I was doing it. And he was like, yeah, like, that's fine. Cool, whatever. And, obviously, like, it's not a big deal. Like, whatever. And so, then he posts it, and it blows up. Like, Nick has, like, Nick. Why did I say Nick? Um, Will has, like, I'm thinking of this other guy, (laughs) the girls that interviewed that other guy. Will has, like, three-something million on TikTok. So, like, he gets, like, you know, half a million to a million views of a TikTok, like, on average. I looked because I was like, why is mine getting so many views? Mine got 15 million views. Mm-hmm. Of course. Hers blew up. It blew up because I said I had a boyfriend. And then, you know, I was like acting like into his song. Like, obviously, like that's the whole point. And I bit my lip when I was like, I went like, like, I don't, I don't know. She was playing her part. I was playing She's the part. Little actress. Which I got ate alive in the comments like ate alive and I my, didn't even read my comments and and my boyfriend like saw it and reads the comments and I'm like that was a mistake don't do that um and he's like yeah I know like I shouldn't have read it and and you know it's just this big thing but I was like oh my gosh but yeah if you see me on TikTok uh yep that's me and if you want to get a kick out of it go look at the comments because they're very creative very entertaining and look at the comments like you're mary's boyfriend yeah um and now like 15 million people think that i am like 
a loser who definitely is not. Just definitely kidding. Not. Um, but yeah, I I got roasted for sure. Um, so that was fun. Anyways, um, so we wanted to talk about getting out of a funk. Um, yeah, how to feel like a queen again or a king? Surprisingly, a lot of guys listen to this podcast. Yeah, for real. Um, every now and then, like my guy friends will like send me like them like watching or listening and. I love it. Love you guys. Yeah, you're the best. Um, obviously, we've all been there. Um, I feel like I have, like, gotten pretty good at, like, pinpointing when I'm in a funk and, like, what I need to do to get out of it. Obviously, like, that looked different for me when I was in college versus now. Um, but I guess, like, my, like, main thing, like, in college was when I, like, started playing bad. Yeah. So, like, I I played every tournament my freshman year, and um, obviously, like, I got used to that, like, rhythm of being in the lineup and, you know, traveling to all the events. And what sucks about golf is, like, there's eight to nine to ten people on the team and only five travel, or six, if they're taking an individual. Um, and so the rest of the people just have to stay at home. And my second year, when I, like, didn't make my first tournament, I was like, whoa, like, I don't like this at all. Um, and, like, I kind of, like, got out of my groove and I got into a funk. Um, and so I just remember, like, really, like, that's also, like, an identity thing because it's like, oh, like, I'm on the team but I'm not playing and... You know, I'm, like, trying to do, like, my best to, like, support my team, but I'm not feeling, like, great. How you do in performer practice and your playing time and, like, if you travel or not affects you tremendously. I mean, it's crazy. Well, yeah, and then that, like, transferred into, like, okay, well, I'm not even an athlete anymore. So it's, like, that also feels like kind of, like, when you're in a funk. Like, when I started my job, like, I was kind of in a funk because I was, like, oh, like, I'm just in this, like, you know, normal, like, nine-to-five job, and, like, before I was, like, doing this, like, amazing thing, and people, like, pay attention to that, um, and then it's, like, eventually, like, I learned, like, my job's pretty cool, like, you know, I, like, you know, have, like, great benefits, and, like, I get to work from home, and I, like, get all these things, and, like, I'm learning, you know, all this stuff in my job, and then, you know, I started a podcast, and, like, all this stuff that, like, is, like, you know, you're not just, like, your playing time and all of that stuff is not what defines you. To yeah. be, not to be super cheesy, but, like. <laughs> I mean, I had my fair share of funks, but I feel like the main one I went through where it was very obvious was my junior year when I was in the transfer portal. Like, I wasn't allowed to tell any of my teammates, except my roommates, because I made it very clear to my coach. I was like, I'm not going to lie to my roommates. They have to figure stuff out for next year and all of that. So, like, oh, so they had to keep it a secret, too. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, it was, like, there were rumors around the team. Like, I knew, like, people were putting it together because, like, I'd traveled, like, every game since my freshman year. And then, all of a sudden, it's junior year and I'm not traveling. <laughs> like, are, there, I, are there people, like, is that, like, for soccer, do people not travel? Yeah, or? there's a travel roster. Oh, okay. Yeah, so and our roster was so big. Um, that sucks. Was, like, like, I wish everyone can just yeah, go. I agree. You know? I, I hated it for everyone that didn't get to travel, but, like, 
I don't know, I guess it's like a money thing, but at the same time, I'm like, just don't recruit that many, but whatever, that's, that's just my cup of tea, but yeah, I think there were six girls that didn't travel every time, and like, going in as a freshman, I just was like, you know what, like, I'm going into a new environment, I'm gonna be the youngest one, like, just make it your goal to make the travel roster, yeah, and right. I that did that, yeah. I did it, and like, thank goodness, but I got to my junior year, and I went to the portal, obviously, I wasn't playing when I was in the portal, but my coach was so kind and let me still practice with the team, which was great, but that was so hard for me because I went from traveling every weekend. I just felt like, even though I was leaving and I knew it, I still felt like really like disconnected because I was home every weekend and like, I assume some people on the, I mean, everyone kind of knew something was up because it was weird. I wasn't traveling, but I assume some people on the team were like, probably confused about why I was like still so happy and like go lucky at practice even though I wasn't traveling like why was I cool with that you know what I'm saying but yeah and I wasn't but like I was choosing to leave the school like I knew that was a part of it but it just was it was tough like yeah that disconnect is like a huge thing like I remember not making a trip one time and the like there was a huge like a huge football game the weekend that they were gone it was like LSU versus Georgia and my coach was like well at least you get to go to the like the Georgia game I'm like I don't give a shit about the Georgia game like what do you mean like yeah I don't know and so it because it's just like such a huge disconnect with your team like I just like remember like having to stay at home sucks and like they make all their little like inside jokes and like they I don't know it's just like more bonding time too in general so definitely you bond a lot on the bus trips, especially. I had one game I didn't travel my freshman year, but I was lucky because usually it was, like, we played on Fridays and Sundays, so they were, like, gone, like, the whole weekend. But, like, yeah, they came – he, like, picked a weekend where I had, like, I didn't travel one game. So I didn't travel that Friday, and then I traveled that Sunday. And he basically just told me, like – you're, like, one of the only freshmen that hadn't traveled, so, like, I just had to give you a turn. <laughs> it's, like, yeah, basically, I was, like, okay, like, whatever, and he didn't even make me sit a full yeah. weekend, like, he did a game, but. Well, it's, like, once you get in that groove, it's, like, really disheartening, like, kind of, like, breaking that groove, because it's, like, that's all you know. Right. And then it's, like, oh, like, you know, but, like, that's also, like, adversity, and, like, that is, like, the main reason that I, like, I think I'm so mentally tough now because like I kind of just got there and just kind of like coasted through and like you know those people that just like coast through everything like I think of like Serena Vanderwood's and on Gossip Girl I don't know if you've watched Gossip Girl oh that's my girl Blake Lively I love her well so I think about her like she just like coasted through and like everything just kind of worked out for her and like all this stuff and it's like you have that mindset where it's like everything's gonna work out in the end like we both believe like everything is going to get to where we want it to go we're gonna hit road we're gonna hit roadblocks though yeah but that's like the main thing that like makes you think like oh this roadblock is just part of it like it's not the end of the world at the time I thought not traveling was the end of the world like I and then I'm like dang I was so sad for what well yeah and then it's like okay well this will lead to this happening and this happening and this was gonna get me to like where I want to go yeah so um I just feel like it like a big part of it was like you know the end of the world for me but then it's like I like learned how to get through that adversity and now like when like road like little roadblocks happen in my life I'm like yeah 
whatever. Okay. It's going to be fine. It's We're not the end of the world. It. If my TikTok gets 15 million views and I get roasted in the comments, no one's going to care about it tomorrow. Yeah. So. Definitely not. I give major props to TikTokers and, like, these, like, huge influence. Because, like, they say, like, one wrong thing or, like, one thing happens to them and they're just getting obliterated. Mm -hmm. Ooh. Opinion on Hailey Bieber. Oh, Team Selena all the way. (laughs) Team Selena all the way. I, like, don't. I didn't see everything that happened, so I just, like, don't... I put... Did you see? I put a Snapchat on my private story, and it was, like, I'll always believe, like, Haley's Mean Girl, like, Team Selena. Yeah, so Chrissy she... slid up on it and said she used to go to church with Haley Bieber, and she said, I can confirm that she gives bad, bad vibes and is a mean girl. They went to the same church in L.A. So... Oh, really? Uh-huh. I trust that. So, I don't know if she ever, like... I would assume... I'm, Chris would is very Justin emotionally, go with her? I, I think this was before they were, like, married or anything. Oh, yeah, I guess. this is when, when Chrissy lived in L.A. Right, 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 okay. But, I mean, Chrissy's very emotionally intelligent. I assume she wouldn't make an assumption off of her unless she, like, had a real interaction that, that let her know that she was not a very nice person. I don't know. So, what... Uh, she it, this is all based off of that TikTok she made with Kylie or something. No, there's like more stuff to it. Just like mean like little like petty things she's done to Selena. There was an I like went down a loophole and like really researched it because I was like I'm interested. But well, that's what I'm wondering. Why do so many people care about? Yeah, and like let's be for real here. Like Justin's the problem. <laughs> You think so? Yeah. Like, like she two said. girls don't just hate each other. Like, they obviously beef about Justin, like, regardless of, like, who says what or does what. Like, they're the ones speaking out and, like, making amends. But it's like, why don't you speak out and tell people to leave both of them alone? Yeah, true. Because he, he has the everything. Big, he has the biggest yeah. voice out of everybody. He has the platform. He's the one that dated both of them and is married to one. Like, I don't know. And, like, Haley was like, I just wish Selena would say something. Why not your husband say something? I don't know. That's just my two cents. Like, but, I mean, what do I know? (laughs) Yeah, I wouldn't be able to handle it. If I was Haley right now, I would want to crawl in a black hole. Yeah, there was like I a bunch of stuff okay. with Kylie Jenner, like, Kylie Jenner and Haley both lost, like, a bunch of followers on Instagram. Yeah, I saw that today. I, yeah. That's rough. Yeah. It's a rough time. Um, yeah, so I guess the next thing, um, so, like, I guess, I'll, I guess we'll talk about kind of my therapy journey have you been to therapy no i was little but i've always so if he's like this podcast is my therapy no it is it (laughs) really is some people go to therapy some people have a podcast yeah some people don't have either and like i hope you're doing okay (laughs) um yeah so uh that was like a huge thing for me um and like i hate that like I feel like it's becoming more normalized, like, definitely recently. Um, I started going to therapy after my parents got divorced in high school. 
And back then I was just like, uh, whatever, like I'll just do it. Didn't love it at first. And then I remember I like quitted, I quitted, I quit cheerleading in high school and I had to deal with like, I dealt with like a lot of mean girls back then. And, um, <laughs> so that was like the, like, that was like the point where I really liked going. Cause it was like, I had like stuff that I like needed to talk about and like needed to figure out because I was like sad. Like I didn't, like, it was like, I had like, when I was on the cheer team, I had all these friends that I thought were my friends realize they're not my friends because as soon as I quit cheer, they weren't my friends anymore. And so, um, and then it's like, <clears throat> I started like focusing on golf more and like the whole reason I quit cheer is because I needed to get recruited and I needed to like really buckle down and like get noticed and like people I needed all, I also needed college coaches to know that I was taking golf seriously. I really sound like a man right now. Um, <laughs> yeah. But so and then also golf is like very lonely. Like when you're practicing, it's all you. You have to get yourself out there. You have to go and like you're you're kind of just like you're out there on your own and like there's other people practicing too but it's like if your schedules don't run together like you are ultimately like the person that like has to get yourself out there you have to go by yourself and then it's like but and then like a lot of people people that just play golf are gonna disagree with me because they're like oh golf is like the social thing that I do with my buddies and it's like well when you're grinding and you have to be out there for four to six hours a day it does get lonely because you're just like doing like you have so many things to check off your list every single day um, so it just, like, kind of got to the point where I was, like, okay, like, I, like, have no friends, and, um, so that's when I started going, and I started liking it, and then I got to a point where I was, like, graduating, and I was, like, on top of the world, because I had, like, committed to LSU, I was going, I was, like, you know, I was going to be an athlete at LSU. And, like, that was, like... Big accomplishment. It was also huge because I lived in Louisiana, and everyone's a everyone bleeds purple and gold in Louisiana so everyone was just like very impressed very like oh Mary's like going to do this big thing and so I just felt like I was getting a lot of like attention like positive like affirmations and stuff so I was like I am doing it like I made it all like cheerleading losing all these friends was like so worth it and now I'm going and I'm gonna make all these new friends in college so I stopped. I stopped going to therapy. I I mean, I also, like, moved. So, like, obviously, like, I wasn't going to keep going to her. But, yeah, so I stopped going. And then um, I played every, like I said, I played every tournament my freshman year. So I was just, like, coasting. Like, I was just, like, so happy. Like, I, you know, was making all these friends. I, like, you know, was an athlete at LSU. Like, I was meeting all these cool people. I got whatever I wanted, basically. Like, it was, it was just great. I was getting all this free stuff. I was like, what the heck? Like, this is cool. Um, and so I was, like, one of those, like, dweebs, like, with, like, the backpack and my Powerade bottle and, like, <laughs> my LSU golf shirt. Um, I wore my gear every day to school. Yes. Straight you can the tell. Room. And you can tell, like, the freshman athletes from, like, the senior athletes because the seniors, like, do not wear this stuff as much. Um, yeah. So, anyway, then get to my sophomore year and I am not playing as much I'm just like in this like hole and so I got get in a funk and I'm like okay like what am I gonna do like how am I gonna like fix this 
And I don't think I ever would have turned to therapy if I hadn't have gone prior. And so I, like, started going again, started getting back into it. And I guess it's just, like, a way for me to kind of, like, understand, like, my feeling. Because it's, like, I'm saying it out loud and I'm, like, oh, that makes sense. Because then they, they just, like, kind of talk you through it. And they're, like, okay, like, why do you think that's happening and whatever, whatever. Um, so it was, like, super helpful for me. And, like, the other thing is, like, I didn't mesh with all of my therapists. Like, I went to, like, two therapists where it just, like, wasn't really, like, clicking. They weren't, like, really giving me what I needed. And so I stopped again. And then... It's always been my thing with therapists. I've never clicked with one. Oh, really? And I had one when my, like, when my kind of, like, I don't know, my parents divorced when I was really young. But I had one to, like, deal with that and, like... Once I figured out she was telling my parents everything, I was like, nope. Yeah, like, like that's a trust don't, issue don't thing. Like that, <laughs> yeah, that's like a trust issue thing at that point. Yeah. And then um, then I, like, started going again my senior year. And I, like, kind of got to, like, this great point again. And then, so it's like I, like, w- and, like, very off and on with it. But, like, bottom line I know when I need to go, and, like, I know when I'm good. So it's, like, I also got to another, like, I, like, really meshed with this, like, GA therapist. I love her. Um, She would literally, after college, still, like, check up with me, and, like, we would do, like, like, when I was struggling, like, I would do, like, I know. It was so nice. I would, like, send her, like, Starbucks gift card. Like, oh, my gosh, you're, like, the best. Um, And she would, like, call me. Like, we would talk for, like, an hour. And then, like, I got to another point where I was, like, I'm good. And so that, that was, like literally like back in like July and um so but then like I've also noticed with like my friendships and relationships like I am a lot more emotionally intelligent than like other people like I've kind of like I kind of notice when like people like don't know how to deal with things and like I and, like, very thankful that, like, I went through all of that because I, like, can really pinpoint my feelings now. And, like, when I, like, am kind of, like, spiraling, I'm like, oh, like, this is, like, the problem. I need to, like, pinpoint and move on. So, yeah, very thankful for therapy. If you think you need therapy, you should look into that. Um, but also don't feel bad if you don't mesh with your therapist because that is Yeah, a even thing. though I don't go to therapy, like, I feel like it's very healthy and, like, I support everyone that does type thing. Like, yeah. I think it's healthy to have therapists. I just never really found one that I meshed with. And I'm in a, I've been in a really good place since yeah. I started at Belmont, so I don't really feel the need yeah, to Yeah, you have also one. don't have to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I don't know. Yeah. And I feel like I'm pretty emotionally mature for... What is your take on couples therapy? Like, would you want to do couples therapy, like, with your husband? Or, like, or like premarital, like, like talk everything out beforehand? Um, I don't know. I feel like it kind of depends on the situation. Like, if you're just, like, arguing and just going through a speed bump and, like, one's wanting a divorce just because, like, something silly, like, sure, I think it'd be great to go talk about it. But, like, I've... I don't know, like, one of my, like, best friend's moms, her, she always said, like, there's three valid reasons for divorce, and it's the three A's. It's adultery, addiction, and abuse. And, like, 
I think that's very valid. And like, I agree. Adultery, addiction, and abuse, I don't feel like are things that can be compromised in a therapy session to get through. I mean, some people like definitely disagree, but if I'm being abused or I've been cheated on or my husband's an addict, I don't know. Like, (laughs) I just don't, I don't see anything really getting fixed unless there's like a big come to Jesus moment concerning like the addiction. Yeah. What, like, what are, like, some things you do when you're in a funk? Um, I feel like for me, it's, like, so I'm in a funk, and I either go, like, two ways. I'm either, like, wanting to go out all the time, or I'm, like, a hermit, and, like, I don't want to talk to anyone. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like exercise is a big one for me, like. Yeah. Like, I didn't go to Pilates for two days, and I was like, oh, I'm not in a very good mental headspace. And then I was like, oh, I haven't worked out. I haven't released those endorphins. And then I went to Pilates today, and now I'm like, whoa, I'm back. Like, it's just, I don't know, little things like that. And I feel like making a gratitude list for little things is a big one, too. Just, like, sitting back and really thinking about things that aren't materialistic that you're thankful for. Like, specifically, like, my family and my friends and, like, I love my roommates and, like, I'm so thankful for them. I always remind myself of that. I'm, like, just remember how bad your living situation was freshman year. (laughs) (laughs) A living situation is really, like, a make or break. Um, Yeah, no, I definitely agree with the working out thing. I also love to journal. I don't know if you journal. Like, you said the gratitude list, but. That goes off. I'm I'm an artist, guys. I didn't know if y'all knew that. But <laughs> I, when I first quit soccer, I painted all the time. That was all I did. And that's very therapeutic for me because I love to paint. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. I mean, this podcast, honestly, is very par- therapeutic for me. Yeah, me too. Um, it's but, therapeutic. But, yeah, like, I love, I love journaling. I specifically, I used to journal just, like, about my day. Now, I specifically, like, when I do journal, I journal about what I want my life to look like, and I write it as if it's happening. When I get in a funk, a big thing for me is I have to clean my room and my car. If my yeah. room and my car are clean, I feel invincible. Same. Right Depression now, rooms are real. Yeah, right now my room is such a mess. I just came back from, um, I was home for like a week and a half, and so my suitcase is still on the floor, and I've been sick, and I just know the second I clean it, I'm going to feel so much better. So that's a big thing for me. Definitely. I'm um, going to deep clean my room before I leave for spring break so I can get home and be, like, together. Because yeah. I know it'll be chaos with my suitcase when I get home. Yeah. Um, I feel like, for me, like... The older I get, the more I, like, want to be by myself. Like. I agree. I feel like you're never by yourself. <laughs> I love being alone, but my closest people I'm surrounded with can't be alone. So it's, like, people tend to cling to me, I think. <laughs> and, like, I love my friends. I love to be with them. But, That's like, so sweet, I, though. I know. It is cute. But, like, I... I lo- like I was an o- I'm an only child like I have two stepbrothers but like we weren't raised in the same household so it's just like I like my space I like to be by myself 
so it kind of gets to a point sometimes with my friends where I'm like, I need my alone time. Love you, but I need my space. Just yeah. for the night. Just for the night. Yeah, I almost feel bad sometimes because, like, my roommates will be, like, hanging out in the living room or whatever, and, like, I just want to go to my room. And I feel bad because I feel like I'm just, like, they think I, like, don't want to hang out with them or something, but... Oh, bad. I just, like... Sometimes you need to say I don't know. I just need to, like, just, like be by myself and Restart, just regroup. yeah just like play on my phone and like just yeah have silence not really but it is like definitely a a way that I just like kind of reset but yeah I would say those are my main things um and then in the last year I've been like traveling a lot and that is like a double-edged sword though because like I feel like I never like want to be home but then because that's like oh like I could be doing something else it's like like FOMO kind of and then I'm like there and I'm like oh like I'm kind of ruining my routine at home so it's like I'm trying to find a balance of like being able to leave but also like having a good routine yeah um because that's like, like really helpful for me too I get FOMO with certain things but I feel like I never regret not going out but I always you never regret staying at home. Yeah, I never regret staying in. But then when I go out, sometimes I'm like, why did I do this? I want to So home. you're saying it's better to stay in? Uh, it depends on the night. It, it depends. depends on the situation. Because there's some nights that are just, like, so fun. Yeah. And it's like, I'm so glad I didn't stay in. Yeah. And there's other nights where you know your friends didn't have that much fun. Yeah. Exactly. I don't know, it just feels like when it becomes repetitive and it's the same old thing, I'm like, uh, like, I know what it's I feel be. like that's what's been happening to me recently. It's like, I, like, when I first moved here, like, I wanted to do all these fun things, and I was, like, doing something every single weekend, and then, like, we kind of, our friend group kind of grew, and we were doing something, like, we had, like, girls' nights on Wednesdays, and then we would, like, do something, like, every Friday, every Saturday, and it was just, like, getting to be a lot, and, um... And it kind of did get repetitive, because you kind of, like, do all the things, like, it's like, oh, we should go to this, like, this bar for this happy hour, or, like, you know, stuff like that, and then you find your favorite places after doing it for a certain amount of time, and then it's like, you just want to go back to those, like, same places, so, right. like, for our, fr- sick of them. for our friend group, it's Tin Roof. <laughs> I literally was just about to say, last weekend I had to come to, I come to Jesus moment that I think I'm, I'm done with Tin Roof for a while. Why? Just the past two times I've gone, I just haven't had fun. I just wanted to leave the whole time. Oh, yeah. So I just... The line is always pretty long if you're going, like, later, too. But, well, that's, like, our friend group, like, my roommate calls it breaking up with Tin Roof. She's like, we need to break up with Tin Roof for a while. Like, we need to go on a break. We need to go do, like, we need to go to Red Door. We need to go do, like, go to Dogwood, go to other bars um, for a while. Because you see the same people at Tin Roof. It's a black hole. Like, Mm -hmm. it's very... But it's, like, very addicting at first. Because it's all people that are from here, that live here, (coughs) that are your age range. You're all kind of in the same mindset and lifestyle. Not everyone in the same mindset, but, like, everyone's kind of on the (coughs) similar page. And that's kind of, like, rare to find in your 20s because everyone is everywhere. But people at Ten Roof are all, obviously, in a certain age range and want to be going out and live in Nashville. Yeah, so... And, like, you literally can't get in if you're not 21, so (coughs) there's no underage. 
Uh, thank God. See, I'm not even, I'm, like, to the point in my life where I'm not even, th- I'm like, oh, there's people that are under 21. I didn't know those people existed. <laughs> but for you, you're, like, friends with people that are under 21. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. If life ever gets repetitive, go try something new. I bought a book today. Off topic. I saw that on your story. What's it called? I forget already. Um... Yeah, that's my New Year's resolution to read one book a month. It is March, and I have yet to read a book. It's called Think Again by Adam Grant. Cute. Um, the power of knowing what you don't know. I'm excited about it. Um, I would like to start something new, but I just, I'm like, in, in what? Where's the time for me to, to start something new? Well, I just like, I've noticed that I'm like on my phone a lot and like on tiktok a lot so i kind of want to like replace my time with something like where i'm like learning something i feel like it'll be like a positive um thing for my brain all right guys well thanks for tuning in sophie have a have an amazing time thanks i'll miss you i would love for you to i'm gonna do a little vlog (coughs) so (coughs) yes i'm and y'all pray for me because I'm dying over here. I got some Zyrtec. Zyrtec. (coughs) (coughs) I just got a prescription of that. Okay, guys. Bye, guys. Bye.